Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Infected Rain. Infected Rain has released their fifth full-length album. The album Ecdesis is their strongest album to date. And now the band embarks on a North American tour. This band is not to be missed. And here is my interview with Infected Rain. to uh, this type of 
glad that, you know, that you felt it. And uh, in writing the songs lyrically uh, for the album, are, is it safe to say that um, in true to your fashion, most of these songs are personal in nature? All of them are. All of them are. It's just some topics I choose are extremely personal, uh, and some are a little bit more global. But they are—they are all about my life, my past, my present, some people surrounding it, some um, certain things that I I dwell on, or certain things that bother me, or don't—you know—things that give me nightmares. I, I try to write about every single emotion that comes. Uh, through me and sometimes especially if it's a, a reoccurring emotion um, I just stick to it and I want to actually put it in, into lyrics and into a song sometimes it's not all that strong and it was just a moment and I probably don't feel it that well to actually put it in a song so it depends you know I just try to write all the time and uh, yeah it, it helps a lot to put those emotions and thoughts down on the paper it's very therapeutical but it's way more uh healing when i actually get to perform it because i am actually letting it out i'm actually a body and mind because my instrument is my body uh i let it out so it's very cleansing um that's why i'm extremely addicted to live shows it, it's, it helps me you know some people need to talk to therapists some people need to actually take medication for uh you know to get better um some are doing great job by themselves but like i find that nothing helps me better than live music you know and i also wanted to talk to you um um I had some disturbing news today that uh, Meatloaf had passed away. I wanted to know if you could speak on any influence that uh, he may have had with you. Um, yeah, no, no specific influence that I can uh, tell you. Um, no, no specific connection that I had, no. And, um... I wanted to ask you, could you speak on the album artwork and how the, its conception came about to you? Absolutely. It, it was um, a very, um, um, I don't know, very pleasant um, coincidence almost, like, because while we were working on the album, we were we already chose that we are going to film a music video for postmortem and while thinking about the concept of postmortem at the same time we were thinking about what should we put on the artwork for exodus because we already decided that this is going to be the name and the idea for the name came from vidic our guitar player um and when we were thinking about the idea for postmortem part one i brought the idea of the cocoon and the spider webs i could uh, i could um order these um extremely realistic looking spider webs and bring them to the set because we filmed everything in moldova so i had the opportunity to like order them here and bring them with me uh and in the beginning I, my idea wasn't supported too much because everybody was afraid that the, the, the cobwebs won't look real, you know, that we wanted it to look as real as possible. 
So good thing I insisted because I insisted a lot. I was like, trust me, it's a great idea. We will make it work. We we made work things way more uh, difficult than this. So we will make it work. And I'm glad that uh, my boys like wanted to go with it eventually, not right away, but because as I said, the only they love the concept, but they were very afraid that the, the, the spider webs, the, the cobs, they won't look realistic, right? So because we finally decided to go for it, it was perfect because we invited a photographer that works with the band and with me for many, many years now, more than 10 years now. Uh, she's very talented, Victoria Wonka from uh, Moldova as well. And um, just the way she sees and the, the, the way she works with light and everything, uh, the pictures already on her camera on the set itself looked perfect. So we were like, Oh my God, we should totally use this for the cover because mm-hmm. it, 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 it's, that's exactly what it is, you know? And that's how everything came together. Uh, and on, an, on an album number five, my face is on it. <laughs> Basically, my body and face is on it. And uh, if you if you had to be boxed in a corner to pick your favorite track or tracks, what would they be? Um, I definitely... I love a lot Fighter. I think Fighter is going to be a very great song to play live. It has such a strong meaning. Um, I'll choose that. I'll choose Showers as well. Um, I really love both postmortem songs. Um, This Walls. Oh my God. It's, <laughs> it's very difficult to choose just a couple. They are all, they mean all so much for me. And, uh, and speaking of live performances, um, can you speak about your upcoming tour? Um, I seen you yes, guys. We at... announced. Mm-hmm, we just announced a tour for Europe with uh, Dagoba, which is a band from France. Uh, they are on our label as well, so uh, should be super fun. However, we are still waiting for some, you know, confirmations. Um, although we announced this tour a while ago. Um, yeah, the situation is very different in, in different countries. So hopefully, fingers crossed, <laughs> everything happens. Um, other than that, we, we are about to um, we are about to announce a United States tour right after it. So it will be cool to come back to the U.S. again. Uh, yeah, and then summer has a lot of summer festivals that hopefully also will take place, and yeah. I had the pleasure of seeing you guys in Westlake on your U.S. tour, and um, Thank you. the uh, the energy and your guys' stage presence is absolutely amazing. I want Thank you. Thank you. I wanted to know uh, how much work does it take to uh, put your stage to show together. Well, it depends. Uh, normally, it's just a couple of routine things that we all uh, find for ourselves to get ready for the show. Um, so, you know, if we are on tour with a very basic setup, uh, when I say that, I don't mean it's a bad show. I mean, it's not too visual, you know, um, then it's like pretty fast to put things together, you know, change over or whatever. But when we go on tour with a bigger setup, uh, when we have our own lights, our own, you know, banners and stuff 
like that, it takes a little bit longer. Um, the more com complex the stage present is, presence is, I'm sorry, the, the more it takes to put it together. Obviously, when you have a bigger presence on the stage, you have more people helping you putting it together because you don't have a lot of time. Uh, but uh, in general, as human beings, we have our own rituals and everybody's very different and unique. So things that work for me not necessarily will work for a different vocalist or they could work. Um, but yeah, I, I, me personally, I like to be both mentally and physically ready for a show. And just like going to a gym, I try to warm up and or actually work out before having such a cardio on stage. Um, then uh, I do absolutely love having my vocal warm ups. They help me mentally even more than they help me actually physically for my vocal cords. It puts me in that right mindset where I'm like, I got this, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's very therapeutical, and it's almost like my mantra. It's like meditating, because even the sounds that I make for the vocal warm-up, they are very humming, a lot of humming uh, type of um, sounds. So, yeah. Other than that, you know, the normal, the um, choosing what to wear and the makeup you putting on, but we don't have anything, like, specifically um, unique for Infected Rain. We don't wear the same, like, costumes or put the same makeup on like a lot of other bands do, so probably it's very different uh, than everybody else. Do you feel that your voice gets stronger as a tour progresses, or do you find yourself uh, sometimes struggling as a tour goes on? Depends. So uh, every single tour is very unique. Uh, I definitely would be, um, um, you know, I'm not going to hide or, um, you know, I don't know, um, put colors on, on the reality when the reality is that the more you practice, the better you are, just like going to the gym. So imagine you're not on tour for a while and no matter how much you warm up, you go on tour, the first week is the hardest week on your body uh, and on your voice, obviously, if you're, if you're the singer, but even if you're the guitar player, it's going to be still rough on your body because nothing compares to a live show. Even if you practice and you jump around just like you would in, in a, on a stage, every single show is different. There are so many factors about the sound, the setup, the travel itself that can cause you know, um, I don't know, it's just stress and stress leads to other physical discomfort. So uh, definitely first week is the roughest week for everybody. Um, same, same for voice, I think. I find that my speaking voice in the first week especially gets a little bit lower, more harsh. But uh, that doesn't necessarily affect the singing process unless there are some uh, technical difficulties or some problems with the venue itself and then so it's going to sound really bad because you know you can be the most talented band on the planet if you don't have good equipment good stage good uh, crew people you will sound like shit <laughs> that being said I want to uh, bring the attention of everybody that the bands you love sound and look the way they do also because of everybody else that you can't see people that are behind the curtains sure. so big big thank you to 
our crew guys that go and tour with us and work so hard. Big thank you for all the managers and tour tour guides and you know tour managers and booking agents and all those people behind the curtains that nobody nobody sees. You know, but because of them, everything you know works out. Sure, the acoustics in every building is different, no matter where you are. Yeah. If you had to pick your proudest moment as an artist, what would you say that would would be? Um, I honestly I feel very lucky and very proud when I'm on stage in general, uh, and to be proud of it, it's mainly because I know how many years of hard work it took for us to be where we are. But definitely, every time we get to play with like bigger legends and bands that maybe we grew up listening to, or maybe we as kids went to see their shows and uh, eventually playing with them, or even becoming friends, you know, it's really cool. You're like you you understanding that you know they're also human beings, just like just like you used to look up to them. You have some people looking up to you now, and. Yeah, it's pretty cool when you get to share those stories with them, especially, and you're like, I remember being 17 and going to see your show, and they're like, oh no, you're being so old. <laughs> you know, stuff like that is a lot of fun. And uh, if you could pick the best advice that was given to you along the way, what would you say that was? It was definitely hands down something that my vocal teacher Melissa Cross told me and she told me to never listen to the sound to be the sound and that was the best advice ever before she even knew me she was giving this uh, she was giving a very important advice to any singer in general which was also very important uh, it was an advice where she was inviting everybody to be themselves and not try to sound like any other musicians you know like like a vocal teacher she hears that all the time when students come to her and be like i would like to sound like this person or something like that you know um so that was the first one that was before i met her but then when i met her she gave me personally this, this advice because not being a musician not studying music and not having any experience with with the music in general before this band i definitely i could say that i was trying too hard sometimes like too hard i was overdoing it so that's when i started to actually listening to this advice and it's probably the best ever just just be the emotion, be the note, be the sound. Don't listen to it. Don't try to disconnect from it and listen from the side. And what can fans look for next from the band? Just, you know, just look up for the tour shows now because uh, now after uh, giving so much, uh, we would like to take it on tour, you know? So that's definitely what we are trying to do. And uh, when I looked up Moldova, the first thing that came up every time was the clubbing scene there. I wanted to know if you could speak on that. Um, I guess some of the best clubs in the world are there, 24-7. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Like, I've been to some uh, clubs around the world in Moldova. 
and and here like with some friends when somebody would celebrate something but no yeah that's not my scene really so i can't really tell you anything about it and um what was the first metal album that moved you Actually, it's funny because, uh, I mean, I listened to a lot of music, right? But um, when I first was able to buy my own um, records, um, it, I was 16. I had a job, so I had my own salary. So I went to the store and I bought two albums, actually. I bought on a cassette. I bought Sepultura Roots and Slipknot Iowa. And I didn't even know those bands. I just bought them because of the cover. And um, I listened the hell out of those cassettes <laughs> until they stopped playing. So those are probably, you know, one of the first albums, albums that I would like listen. I remember I had some sort of, uh, you know, Walkman, but wasn't really a Walkman, some sort of something in between. <laughs> yeah. And are there any tracks that didn't make the album? No, not really. No, we 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 wanted to have twelve songs, and we worked on twelve songs. And uh, the best way to get merchandise for the band, um, what would that be in the U.S.? I think the best one would be to just go to infectedrising.com, and we have all the links possible for everything possible. So that's the safest way. Um, and there's also the store of the record label that the band is signed on. They all have unique and different type of merchandise. So if you want to have it all, you should do both. But um, if you want to have something to choose from, you should also do both. So both are helping the band in a way or another. So, yeah. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Just thank you. Thank you for listening to us, for being there for us, especially for the past two years. We really, really, really needed you, and you were there for us. So encouraging us to do more, to, to, to be ourselves, and, and we did. We did because we felt that from you, and even with the smallest... I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.